1: There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is
0: an adventure driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop
1: playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at IconicLife. Bonsai balls!
0: They only use real asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck! They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast... And make their own peanut butter damn they've got seven
1: locations and download the bonsai bowl app to skip the line skip the line order ahead bonsai bowl healthy delicious ashland hard seltzer crafted in san diego it's an adult beverage built for all walks of life bro you've had it i've had it it's delicious it is so good it's refreshing only 100 calories, all organic, no sugar, also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard salsa. Also supported by Octopus, the massive corporate juggernaut.
0: Octopus, making stuff
1: for people who actually surf. Brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Uh,
0: Welcome, you guys. This guest this week is a Hawaiian and surfing legend. Dominated the sport in the 60s with his smooth style and incredible nose riding skills. Holy crap. We have a legend in the building. He was on the forefront of the shortboard transition in the early 70s. and was instrumental and an innovator in surf designs. Holy shit! This guy is a legend. Yeah,
2: come on, guys. He was regarded (laughs) one of the best
0: surfers of his time, and holding two world championships and five U.S. titles. Something like that. Something like that. that. They didn't have a tour back then, but this guy won a lot of events. Did I say we have a legend? Yeah. But it was his flashy clothes, his fancy cars, and his rock star persona that really catapulted him into celebrity stardom. (laughs) Holy shit We have a legend He's done stunt double for Hollywood actors Commercials for Diet Coke, Budweiser And even starred in a movie Jimi Hendrix called Rainbow Bridge Holy shit We have a legend We are beyond honored to sit down and discuss Surfing history with David Flying Hawaiian Nueva (laughs) Yeah
1: Hey thanks guys Dude, I been incredible! Built up like that in a while. Dude, this is when 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 I posted that uh, clip of Cosmic Children, and whoever DM me <laughs> was it me or was it you or was it somebody else? Anyways, I got a DM from from David Nueva's, um Instagram, Instagram.
3: Wow. and
1: it said, "Aloha, uh, I would like to." I would love to be on your podcast. And I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Mr. Nueva wants yeah. to be on our podcast. Is this a certified
0: account? Let's, let's, let's double check yes.
1: this. <laughs> and then I'm like, I had to read it twice. I'm like, I thought I thought it was going to be somebody who was like, hey, why are you tagging us? Or why are you using this? Yeah. But instead, it was an introduction to the legend himself, the flying Hawaiian. Yeah. David well, it Nueva. was
2: my son, Kai.
1: Okay. He's the one that
2: put me up to this and I said, Well, you know, Dad's been kind of retired from all this, you know. So he said, Come on, dad, do it for me.
1: Yeah. You know, and I said, Okay,
2: cool, let's do it.
1: Well thank you, Kai. But but you were saying to me earlier you are writing a book, right?
2: Yeah. So writing a book of when I grew up in Hawaii, which was Hawaii back then, there was probably three or four big hotels in Waikiki. The rest of the town was all little tiny, little cottages in Waikiki. That's how I grew up, yeah. you know, and uh, and back then, you know, my school was only, uh, God, you could look out the window and see the ocean. Cool. And That's at crazy. recess time, we, we used to run down and get wet and then come back to school. Yeah, You know, so I was like born and bred right there in Waikiki. Yeah. And everything was good. Yeah.
0: So what, <laughs> um, was, was there a lot of guys like in the lineup at then or just like a handful? No, of the... no.
2: back then it was all like tourists coming from California or from whatever, wherever. wherever. Yeah. yeah. And it was all beach boys and they would take care of the beaches and take them out in the canoes and the catamarans and the surfboards and teach them how to surf. Yeah. And that's what I did. My dad was one of those guys at one time I used to take out the rental boards and paddle around and the skim boards along the beach. And yeah. then I started surfing, you know? Nice. Yeah, so it was kind of natural. What's your book going to be called? I'm not yeah. sure. Probably Surfing Outlaws or something like that. Ooh. Because we kind of were. Yeah. You know, because it was way before all this robotic surfing <laughs> that we're doing now. Yeah, yeah. You know, now you look out in the ocean, you see a hundred guys and they all look the same. You yeah. know, you go, whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's not a lot of individuality, like, you know, everybody wants to copy the next guy, and, and if you are different, they're like, oh, you're, you're it's kind of hard to get accepted being unique. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, back
2: back when I started, there were pods of surfers, you know, like even in California, but in Hawaii, there were like little groups that were, had good guys in them. Yeah. And that's how we kind of rotated around.
1: So let's, let's start at the beginning. You, you were born in Oahu. Born in
2: Honolulu. My family uh, came from uh, from some islands in the Pacific down by Samoa called Nukuhiva Island. Wow. Yeah, we have a name uh, after an island down there. Morkesia. That's where it is. Where okay. our name is. Okay. And then we moved uh, the Okay, it's time to commit. Family long time ago moved to Kauai, and then we moved to Oahu. Okay.
1: Probably and what ethnicity? Hawaiian and and what else? Chinese or
2: uh, me? Yeah. I'm Hawaiian, German, Irish, Japanese. Okay. Yeah, my my mom was pure Japanese.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. And your dad was Hawaiian,
2: from, German. Wow! Yeah.
1: Crazy.
0: Yeah. Good mix. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and they so, call us Poi Dog in Hawaii. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you guys, so you were born in that island in the Marquesia? No, no, no I Halulu. was born in Honolulu. Okay, it but it was
2: three generations before. Okay. I found out about all this. Gosh, yeah. how crazy! Yeah, but straight <laughs> island. Yeah. yeah, Waikiki boy.
0: Yeah. Yep. And your dad and his friends kind of ran ran town. Yep. Yeah.
2: They kept the beach clean and they took all the tourists out because you know Hawaii is still touristy. Yeah. You know, if you want a good job, you know, you have to work with the tourists. Yeah. yeah. Service yeah. industry, but what a great
0: job opportunity to like yeah. go surf and take tourists out. Yeah.
2: Well, when you're five years old, you could get away with it. You know, hey, can I use that board? Sure, take it, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, so, But the boards back then were not easy for a little five-year-old. How, do you, how carry, did you guys right? carry those So he, he
2: did it for me until he she showed me as I got bigger how to grab it by the nose and drag it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm saying. I'm just say. um, yeah, how old were you when you first started surfing?
2: I started when I was, uh, I started pipo boarding. It was a piece of plywood. I started using that first, and then started standing up on it, and then started surfing after that. You know, five to maybe six.
1: Wow, right so early. There. Yeah, yeah. And was your father surfing too, or? Well, he was
2: busy on the beach. You yeah. know, I'd run off and just yeah go do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and for our listeners, a pipo is like like you said, like a skimboard. A skimboard, skim pretty right. much, right? Yeah, yeah. A plank. Yeah, a plank, you know, a little
2: yeah. piece of plywood.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were standing up on it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was like, a... and it didn't
1: have fins, right? No, no. Yeah, not back then. No, those yeah. are coming back now, right? Uh,
0: I've, well, it's I've like heard.
2: the old skateboards. I remember there used to be a piece of two by four with iron wheels on them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not so easy on the
1: bumps. No,
2: there was no Tony Hawk back then. Either. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so you're five years old. You started surfing on a pipo. Um, and, and like, did you have a little crew that I think? Yeah, we did have a crew. Uh,
2: we were like in Waikiki and most of the guys that I grew up with ended up being some of the best surfers in the world. Wow. Like Barry Kanayo Puni. Wow. Uh, Donald Takayama. Yeah. Uh, Barry.
1: so he's from, uh, Honolulu oh, too? Oh yeah, we
2: were all like in different pods. Yeah. You know, like, we were in Waikiki, my group, and Takayama and all the other guys were down at Ala Moana. Yeah, that's about a mile apart, two yeah. miles
0: apart, you it, know. But that's weird how, like, just that yeah. distance, you know, as a kid, like, you did It's worlds apart, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And then I started going to Ala Moana and then mixing with their group, and, you know, that's how it all worked. Yeah. And then when I came up here, it was, it was weird, because I got off the plane, and back then there was no wetsuits yeah and there was no leashes like i said leashes are for dogs yeah
0: leashes are for dogs (laughs) we'll get to you moving but you were there for about your first 12 years or something living in In hawaii yeah yeah. in Hawaii,
2: and then i moved there around 14 yeah i ended up in san francisco no wetsuit trying to surf but the water's so cold in the middle of winter yeah You know, just with shorts on and 85 degree water I came from. Yeah. You know, diving into what? 40, 50 degree water.
1: Yeah. Shock. To hell with that.
2: It was shocking.
1: So, so, um, (laughs) growing up in, in, on Honolulu, Takayama was coming up, Barry Puni. Did you, and did you just, did you venture to the North Shore at that young age? Oh, yeah. 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 I was, uh, Buffalo... Was a
2: big Hawaiian name in Hawaii surfing. Yeah, but he lived in Makaha, which we called the country. He'd come in a town, and I'd see him, you know, and and the lady that used to take care of me. He ended up marrying. No way. Yeah, right there, you know, they got married, and that's where all his kids, the Kalanas, came from.
1: Yeah, wow,
2: Rusty and all them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> what a trip. Yeah, but
2: his mom. Those kids' mom was the one that took care of me when I was a little kid in Waikiki. Okay, yeah. She's always, "Yo, where's your dad? You want some lunch? Here, <laughs> eat a hamburger." You
1: know? Yeah, I mean, how simple was life back
0: then? Oh, it was great, es- especially yeah. just being a little kid running around. Like you-, you could ask people for some change and some food, and oh, you yeah. know, it was just like easy living. Well, you know? if,
2: you, if you know Hawaiian people, they take care of their little kids. Yeah, I mean, if you're yeah. hungry, they'll feed you. Yeah. You know, so I kind of, I had a made.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So tell us about like acclimating to bigger waves and, and like with South Shore. I not
2: really ride big waves. Waikiki is more of a soft. Yeah.
1: Small. Slow waves
2: like going to San Onofre yeah. right now for all the people beginning. you know. Yeah. That's how I started. Yeah. And then started, you know, moving into the country, like on the weekends, going to Makaha, and then the North Shore slowly kind of breaking into it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're two different breaks. Yeah, for sure. And Makaha, when it's big, it breaks about a mile out in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and sunset, (laughs) same deal. Yeah. And we were only little kids, so we didn't really go way out
0: there yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: And there wasn't, like a lot of surfers at all right no no yeah yeah you're like
0: oh sunset's big and there's four guys out you no it wouldn't
2: even be that <laughs> yeah i mean i remember pulling up when i was a kid looking in holly even there'd be nobody out you know and uh, we'd, we'd stay on the inside and yeah. ride you know so was
1: crazy. was it easy for you to start learning how to surf big waves or were I you didn't just like really get into the big waves i mean i did it you know but Nobody
2: knew what we were doing. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean um, it, you're under
0: you're up to twelve you're you're not really surfing anything thing, yeah, you know, I would think. It's it's like uh,
2: God, I didn't really get into that stuff because there was no movies about it or anything. You yeah. know? it wasn't pushed. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you like I remember going surfing at pipeline, there'd be no cameras. And I remember watching uh, big ways of yma There'd be three guys
1: out yeah. no cameras on the beach you know and we're talking what like early 60s or probably early I'd say early 60s yeah.
2: to about this, you know 69 right around there before people started looking at it yeah. you know and started venturing more and more guys because uh, yeah you're,
1: you're the the group before you was like butch van Ars Dale. Oh, I used to live with Butch. Did you really? Oh,
2: I love Butch. Yeah, yeah Butch and I were like some the best of friends. Yeah, know? and Phil
1: Edwards and like those yeah, were the yeah. like pioneers of surfing. Oh yeah, they were they North were like, Shore, right?
2: Well, when they came over, yeah, there was only a few of them. You know, they could barely get enough money to buy a ticket, and they. They ended up selling their boards there to get home.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only coming for a couple of weeks. They miss their, you know. They probably only buy a one-way ticket and just last until their money That's around. what yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah for sure. And they bought one-way these way old tickets.
2: cars for like two hundred bucks and ran them until the rims were on. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it still
1: happens today, just on a different level. You know, it's so. Were you, were you like, did surfing take over your life as a little kid?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, there's not too much other things to do. You know, except yeah. for you know, go to school and, you know, do that stuff and surf in Waikiki, you know. You know,
0: too young to drive a cab. Yeah, <laughs> pick people up <laughs> at the airport. Yeah, and, and your dad you said, which is a good hustle <laughs> job. I mean, yeah. that, that's what people did. It's like, how do I make money? I mean, that's what I yeah. love about the culture. Is like, it's such oh, yeah. a service yeah. industry, and there, you know, they, there's lots of opportunity.
1: And yeah, there,
0: it's all all about tourists. You yeah, know? and your We're dad good.
1: was. That's what your your dad did for a living, right? Well, he
2: did that, and he uh, worked at a theater over there. You know, he was a doorman. He used to let all the Beach Boys in free. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> awesome
0: did security and and start i mean did he start a you know a martial arts studio later in life or was he did over there for a little while and
2: uh not until he came here but that's later on later on talk about that
1: yeah yeah so so did you was there ever any kind of organized competition when you were growing up no there
2: was they'd have a waikiki deal you know for like Back then they call us the Many Hoonies because we were kids. Yeah. Yeah we did that yeah it was fun yeah that's just get, cool. the,
0: get get a good beach day together with all, yeah, yeah. all, all the that's basically surfers. what it was yeah. you know
2: everybody would bring food down there and you'd go surf everybody would get drunk on beer you know and
0: <laughs> have a great day have a great day <laughs> that's a perfect little day right there sign me up let's do this
2: <laughs> I mean you're living in paradise what the hell yeah you know, it's warm you pass out on the beach you wake up on the beach
1: yeah oh, we love it <laughs> I want to do that tomorrow for Father's Day.
2: <laughs> no, you can't do that here. They'll they'll put you in a new home and yeah.
1: L.A. <laughs>
0: uh, so you 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 ran with with Donald I, and Brian and all all that. No, that them, to Brian group? and
2: them weren't even around back then. Oh. <laughs> the came on the kids. They, yeah. were, they were. I was up here way before that. Yeah, yeah. I came up here and uh, moved from. Frisco down to Hermosa Beach.
1: So what took your family to San Francisco?
2: Well, my uncle was up there and that's my dad's brother. So Mm -hmm. that's where we ended up with him because, you know, my dad was from Hawaii. He didn't know anything about California. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we kind of migrated. My dad got a job down here for Walt Disney and I ended up in Garden Grove and I went, there's no beach here. Yeah. I got to stick my thumb out to get to the
1: beach. So you were like 14 years old, right? Yeah, okay. so I was hitchhiking. From Garden Grove?
2: Yeah, to Newport to go surfing, you know. And then uh, I found out that Takeyama was making boards for Dewey Weber, you know. Wow, okay. Him and another good surfer named Iggy. And so I went up there, and I was living with those guys. In Hermosa Beach? In Hermosa Beach, and it just so happened Dewey Weber, they were making boards for Dewey. Yeah. You know, Dewey Weber. And uh, I was like the little kid in that group Mm. now. I was in a different pod. Was (laughs) Takayama a little bit older than you then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He was like, everybody thought that I was Donald's little brother. Yeah. You know, because I'd go out in the water and I'm a goofy foot. Uh Uh-huh. Donald's a goofy foot. Yeah. And we all had long hair. Yeah. You know, so that's how that rolled. You know, and I was, I'd be in the back of Dewey's truck Going to work with him to the shop, Dewey would, would pick me up and take me to Malibu, ride Malibu, you know? Yeah. I was like locked in with these good guys.
1: Yeah. Legendary dudes yeah. at the
0: time. And they were on the forefront of like, they were shaping their own boards or getting boards. Yeah. They up They knew all the spots up yeah. and down the yeah. coast. And, and
2: finally, I got a, a guy to give me and a kid named Drew Harrison... I was living on the beach in Hermosa Beach in this little tiny repair shop, surf shop. In Did you run days, away from
1: home or is just no, like? No, I
2: just stayed there because I didn't want to get stuck in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, back Anaheim, then there
2: was Grove. all guys with race cars and you know, that was it. Yeah. Clubs, you like know, your dad car was, clubs. Your dad
0: yeah. moved, moved over for the work opportunity but it wasn't really great for,
1: for you Wasn't for me because yeah. I
2: grew up on the beach. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, take me to the beach. Yeah. So and luckily, uh, Takayama was here, kind of yeah, already established. Yeah. kind of
2: took care of me, you know, and what a trip, served, you know. Yeah, you no know
1: wetsuits. What, what we've <laughs> kind of uh, been finding out is how the South Bay, Manhattan, Hermosa—they had um, all
2: the big surfboard buildings. Yeah, that's
1: such a trip. Yeah.
2: There was uh, Weber, Jacobs, uh, Dave Sweet, and. Falker, a bunch of different guys that were making boards in the South Bay, yeah. and and uh, Greg Noll, you know, all those yeah. guys, the, the big guys were there. that yeah. could get foam to make the boards,
3: you know. Yeah.
2: So it was a, it was perfect for me. Now I got a foam surfboard. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, what no. was that? What was that jump like coming from like such a heavy wood, oh, you know, shit. board like 40 forty pound boards, you know. Yeah. Yeah, even the,
2: the new ones because they, they had a glass with Bolam and they were heavy yeah. when I came here. Yeah, But the difference was I was already dialed in because when I was a kid in Hawaii, I used to run around with George Downing, which is a big big wave surfer. Yeah, And he had a son named Keone and we were the same size and he made Keone a little tiny round nose balsa wood board. Wow, with a you know fin on it, and me and Keone used to surf on that.
1: How funny! Wow. So how the transition
2: of shortboards when it, when it came in here, this guy already was dialed into yeah. it because sure. I grew up with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know. So you were already on a shortboard way before. way before.
2: Way before. That's when, a trend. We that's kids. so insane.
0: And, and that and you don't hear that often because you know everybody just knew longboard at the time. But if you're a kid, you're like. Cut one yeah. and a half yeah. and
2: shorten it up. Yeah, I was like eating breakfast in the morning. Keone would paddle out on the board, surf, and I would be on the beach. He'd come in, and I'd just take a paddle out, start surfing. And those were little boards yeah. that we were riding. Yeah, And the dad made it for him. Yeah. You know? So I'd hang out with him all the time because I knew I could ride that little board, yeah. which was cool. And yeah. like 60, I could put it on my head and not drag it.
0: It's <laughs> like 66, 67, or yeah. like yeah. Yes. early. Early, Dang. so
2: so. um See, when that transition came to California of the shortboards, I was already dialed in. Yeah, it, you know, from a little kid. Yeah, you know, I. Yeah, I'll write this. Yeah, I can do it
1: because I did it before. Yeah, so you were pretty good at surfing, and you kind of. I mean, coming from Hawaii, being friends with Takayama, was Dewey Weber your first sponsor or? Um, Who did you ride for? Or This you- guy named Larry Falker used to shape boards, I
2: guess, with Dewey and Jacobs. But he was a private shaper. You know what I mean? Jacobs mm-hmm. would hire a bunch of guys with shape boards. And, Put his label on, just, yeah. Yeah, so he, he kind of left them guys, and he looked at me and Drew Harrison, which was a great South Bay surfer, and built me and him boards. Yeah, and that's how... I got picked up because all of a sudden, here's these guys looking at me going, why aren't they on our boards? <laughs> yeah. Because these kids look good. Yeah, yeah. And then, then it started happening. You know, Jacobs gave me a board. Then Bing was looking at me when Jacobs did that and said, you know what? I'm going to get him. Yeah, yeah. You know? So you had all just, these
0: boards opportunities coming yeah, at Yeah,
2: coming at me and then... Uh, Jacobs didn't want to give me any more boards, so Bing just goes, "You know what? I'm going to make one with your name on it Wow. and <laughs> pay you money for it." Wow!
1: <laughs> Dang! And that's how it started. Were you? Were you? Which brand was it? The Bing's? Bing
2: nose riders.
1: Bing. Yeah. So Bing was your first, like.
2: Well, it didn't happen right away because I was I was riding for Jacobs, and then Dewey was kind of looking at me. Dewey gave me a board. I wrote it in a nose riding contest. And the board didn't have a nose on it. I mean, it was narrow nose, and I did good on it. Yeah. And then Bing kind of saw
1: that and went, "Okay, I'm going to make this board. I'm going to put David on that board."
2: Yeah.
1: How exciting! <laughs> You're like, sign me up. Yeah. And We're, Bing's the one that first paid you, like, yeah. So he, he gave you a signature one. model and started paying you.
2: Yeah. Back then, he was paying me. I think it was like ten bucks or fifteen bucks a board. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a lot of money because gas was only like. 20 cents yeah. or 15 cents a gallon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. you, could, you could get by, you know, juggling. Were you working with, like, the shapers or, were, you know, if you're riding, you know, a different board where the, sh- you know, like, how was the surf, you know, They were just watching
2: what I was doing. Okay. And trying to fit the board to me, Yeah, basically, back then. And yeah. then I started getting into it, started doing my own designing and that.
1: Yeah. Did you ever learn how to shape or no? Yeah, I did. Yeah? Yeah, I used to sleep in the fucking glass room.
2: <laughs> no, I swear to God, watching them, you know, do the glass works and all that, trying to learn. Yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah, sanding and shaping, you know, with Donald, I'd be
0: in that shaping room for days. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Donald, if you want this board, you're going to have to uh, clean up
1: over here. Hey, you want this, you want that. You're going
2: to have to go yeah. glass your own board, out. That's kind yeah. of how it all happened.
1: Yeah. So, what, uh, was there like a professional thing starting to happen that back then? It wasn't a
2: professional thing. It was like, they'd have these contests and they'd give away trophies, you know, and that, that would be it. And they'd have it in different places in California. And we'd, you know, we'd go to that town and, uh, Ride into contests and steal all their girlfriends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're here to win your contest and yeah. steal hey, your girlfriends. Thank you. <laughs> we got a case of beer. Let's yeah. have at it. <laughs> so, I, so there was
0: a little bit of a contest scene like you are saying, just so events would pop up. And, I mean, how would they market it? Like, would they just, you know, guys would go David. up and down, drop off flyers at the surf shop. Yeah. Like, you know, like, hey, yeah. you know, bring your board down. Yeah. Was there a sign-up fee? Like, yep. Five then, bucks, or... and then
2: they started having teams, surf teams, you know, like Dewey Weber surf team, Jacobs, and then I was hooked into that, you know, like okay, we're setting our team down there, San Diego.
0: Yeah. You're
2: sending our teams here and there
0: because that was the marketing back then. If you could have a a team show up and kind of dominate, that's going to elevate the brand, board brand. be all the like, oh, I want one of those boards. This guy's this came and killed. Exactly, there
2: was no money in it. All we did was party. Every town that we went to, we partied. You know, with all the logos and yeah, yeah. that's kind of the situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So going back a little bit, when you were younger, and it was like '50s, '60s era, and like. The movie Gidget, right? We talked about this. Oh,
2: I wasn't a fan of that.
1: Right. I but. wasn't.
2: I hated the movies because it was so, what, plastic. Plastic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was like a film in the background and they're making like they're surfing. Yeah. And, and we would all laugh, you know, and we'd all go, what?
1: Because yeah. you are a teenager when that yeah. came out, right? Yeah.
2: I was not much Beach Boy orientated, you know, music guy. Yeah. I was on the cusp of when the Beatles came yeah. and Bob Dylan. Yeah, I went more on that side
0: than
1: the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah.
0: and there, and that
1: kind and that's <laughs> kind of a cool thing to listen to talk about because no, it
0: really was coming. True. Yeah, coming from not just Hawaii, but having that like lifestyle of a beach kid and you know growing up with a little bit more punk punk rock Yeah, you see, because
2: is, I went uh, when I was, cool. I went to school a little bit in, in Anaheim. I went to the school, and all these—I looked, and all these guys had Pendletons on, white skinny pants on. They were too short; their socks and that would show, and they—they'd have long hair. And they drive around with the surfboard on the car, and they didn't even surf. Wow. They and had hodads back then? Wow. That <laughs> Fucking freak. Excuse me. Yeah. No, no we, we love that. No, we love the it, it's, That freaked me out, man, when I seen that. You know, here I am in school, and I'm a real surfer. I'm getting boards and all this, and I'm watching these guys drive around. Posers. Posers. Yeah. That's what they were. Yeah. They were phonies, you yeah. know, and... They would have boards and they talk surf and all that, but they never went underwater.
1: And that's a product of the Gidget movie. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's why I think I went, you know, went towards Bob Dylan and the
0: Beatles and yeah. the Stones. I just went, you know, what these guys are phony. Yeah, you know, they're, they're milking the they're milking the lifestyle and there's a yeah. m- monetary, you know, you know portion of it, and, yeah, and it's it was going almost, mainstream. It's
2: almost like the Beach Boys copying the Beatles. No, yeah. not the Beach Boys, the monkeys yeah. copying the Beatles. Yeah. You know, with the hair. We the... have those
1: posers now, they have <laughs> wave storms on their roof. Yeah. You know. It's stupid. It's you so know? crazy because, you know, when you've seen a lot of different trends come and go in surfing, in surfing lifestyle. Yeah. And, and for us, like, when we think about surfing, right, and, and the highs and lows of the industry, Part, you know, when we heard when Gidget came out, it, it just fucking made the. It was like COVID, but, you know, COVID surfers, because there's so many COVID surfers. That's the effect that Gidget had. I as tell It you created the truth. so it, many. It turned me off.
2: <laughs> it really did. It turned me off because, you know, I was running around back then with, with rock star people, yeah. you know? Eric Burton, you know, we partied, my wife and I partied with him in L.A., and the Hendrix thing came later, you know. Yeah. And, but a lot of people I met, they were rock and roll guys. Yeah. Real ones. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I look at the Beach Boys and get it, all those movies, and I go, God, those people are lost. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That, I mean,
0: in our our era, was North Shore. You yeah. know, it was like, that. you know, you're like, there's there's a, a little bit authenticity of authenticity in the way it is, but it's not. It's so commercialed and, and blown yeah. up in a and Hollywood
1: way. Well
2: Sean what? Penn kinda took the wraps, you know, later. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> so yeah. So what's crazy, Mr, Mr. Nueva, it's like you're you're you were at the uh, at the point where surfing became kind of reckless again, right? Yeah, or like, not reckless, but it started getting a bad rap Right. Like, late 70s, late sixties, early seventies, right?
2: yeah kind of yeah you know we're like uncontrollable yeah <laughs> we're like outlaws you know you want
0: to talk to us like what
2: do you want yeah you know? it's kind of like that
0: james dean era where they're yeah. like jeans and the shirts and they you know they're that like greasers versus socials yeah kind of out- yeah, kinda yeah. like the greasers yeah. vibe yeah. but you know a little
1: but even more like now you're the the culture was turning into hippies and drugs yeah. and yeah and all that right yeah for sure yeah. All of that.
2: So <laughs> well, some of the pictures that you guys probably seen of me sitting there with an the airbrush board and yeah. pipe sitting next yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was involved. Yeah. I involved So, so I before mean, we get
1: to that... so We'll
2: do this in the next show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what the ratings are on this one. <laughs> through show. the roof. But yeah, because if it's real bad, I ain't doing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Don't worry. Yeah. People are going to listen to this and whatever you want to talk about, but... But so, so you're you're in Hermosa Beach or Manhattan Beach South Bay, you're you're you started surfing for Bing. Um, were, were you working or were you still no, in school? No, I was making or?
2: money. Okay. I mean, no, they, they put me on the road. They they had So me did going. you quit
1: high school or quit?
2: Uh, almost done with high school, and then uh, they started putting me on the road. I was going to Peru. I was going all over the places.
1: So who's this, Bing? Yeah, Bing was...
2: I'd be on the road on, in Miami all the way to New York or somewhere. Wow. Promoting the, the and, boards. And, because that's how I was getting all my money.
1: And you were what, 17,
0: 16, 17? 70, 18. Wow. Yeah, to about 20. So it was like an organized tour to go promote the brand yeah. and get and yeah, sales. And... All the shops would buy
2: from him, and then we'd and, have to go... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make appearance there. And
1: so you, you, what was your first trip abroad?
2: <clears throat> I'd say Peru. Wow, that was with uh, Land of the Left. It was a world title contest, and they were they were sending a surf club there called Long Beach Surf Club, and I used to belong to that because I was living in Huntington, Newport, and. So I went went to Peru with that, that surf team, which was Robert August and all the rich oh, wow. two. All the old guys. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. So talk to us about moving to Huntington. Like, when moving did that happen? Moving to
2: Huntington was the best thing I did because... If you ever lived in the South Bay, there's always a gray cloud over the South Bay. Yeah. And the ways are always the same. Yeah. Shitty. Those okay. <laughs> yeah. So. That
1: hasn't changed, yeah. Huh?
2: Once I had my driver's license from Bing, I made them get me a car, and I just put the boards on it and came south. Yeah. And when I got to Huntington, this town was cool. You know, it ain't like it is now. You knew all the guys that lived here that surf. Yeah. And most of them were all really good
0: surfers. And we all used to surf out. Here. And it was yeah. still that era where, like, if you're a shaper, you had a shop. And, you know, it's, instead of the big kind of commercial stores that, you know, are kind of around today, mm-hmm. you'd have, you know, how many surf shaper shops were just in oh, that Oh, some like, of the best block.
2: surfers in the world came out of here. Look at Bob Hurley. Yeah. You know, he was shaping in town. Yeah. Bob August. Yeah. Uh, we had a shop over here uh, called Plastic Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That had Jock Sutherland, uh, Hackman, and the Chapman boys. And then I had a shop over here, too, called Dino. You know, yeah. we were making the fishes then. Yeah. You know, we were starting to go down on board size. And I said, hey, I got something for you guys. Start moving the fins in, you know, and making the board scoot. Yeah. And it was a short board, what I grew up on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so moving here, you started hanging out with... Robert August and no, I didn't hang out with them. We all
2: kind of we had a pot of guys that you know when we were in the water, we knew who they were. Yeah, you know, but there were a lot of good guys that came out of this town.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and did you when? How old were you when you opened up Dino? Or how long after? That was was like when I was
2: twenty, twenty-one.
0: Okay, so you took this. Skill sets of like what it took to like, you know, build a brand knowing, you know, traveling with Bing and everything and yeah, you're like yeah. instead of Yeah. You know, working or
2: Yeah, I was with, with a guy that owned the company and we put we put that that package together, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Different board sizes and all that. And it was called Dyno. Dino.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's on the phone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. And then what what was like the you know, um, Like the competition, like you said, there's Plastic Fantastic, Robert August was... Yeah, at that
2: time, it was mainly movies. Yeah. We were all on the road doing different movies, because, you know, the movie thing, surf movies got real big. Yeah, yeah. And different people were taking, like, Five Summer Stories took me over to Hawaii and teamed me up with Nat Young from Australia, which was number one. And we were, like, on the road doing different stuff. Such a trip. So that was, like,
0: the, the lifestyle. It was more about, at that, yeah. that time, doing movies and traveling than doing the competition because yeah. there yeah. wasn't really a tour. or Yeah, right. They'd pop up, and then we'd do them, and then, you know, we'd be off doing movies.
3: Do you places. remember,
1: uh, like, what your first magazine shot was? or um No. No? No. I mean, it was just Surfer Magazine and
2: Surfing Magazine. Yeah. That was the yeah. only two. Yeah.
1: yeah. But you don't remember your... No, it
2: just—we'd yeah. go be be on the road, and they go, "Hey, look! Hey, Nueva, you're here! Yeah. <laughs> look, look, Nueva. <laughs> there you are yeah, again. There you are again. Are, yeah. What How about you, movie? What
1: what movie do you remember? God, I
2: remember all kinds of weird movies we did.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: The best one I think I did was uh, Five Summer Stories. Okay.
1: And that's the one that you got paired up with that young.
2: Yeah. Yep. And Sean Thompson and yeah, Young, all of us, yeah. I remember Sean when he was a kid, we were both kids. You know, we were in Puerto Rico uh fifty years ago. So you know, cool. that's where I met Sean. Yeah. You know, and we were all like on medium range boards with down rails. Yeah. See the down rail thing came in with Henson. Mike Henson? Mike Henson was the guy that brought the, the down rails in. That's when I teamed up with him, you know, I teamed up with him because I knew he was on to something good, you know, when you put down rails, the boards we had are like egg rails, yeah, he made them down, and they went fast, mm. right there, I went click,
0: yeah, I'm on it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot so much innovation and in that i I just love that era where you you know you started on all wood, and then you went to you know foam and then you're like holy smokes and then everything started getting smaller and and smaller you had the fish then you said you were mostly riding like mid lengthers you know like you kind of went away from longboard for a while we were
2: all kind of like moving towards what's really going to happen
0: yeah you know that's that's what
2: my big push was I don't want to get caught behind you know like
0: still stuck on that board you know I want to be the guy that rides the best boards yeah and what was like, you know, the I, I just find it fascinating that you know, like just equipment and how important it is to, oh, yeah. to to accelerate your ability. And here you are on these longboards, and you're you're so limited on trimming and running up the nose and back. And yeah. you get on these little skateboards, almost like that's what you were. know. And you know, like well, people hated us. Me and
2: uh, one of my team guys named Mike Armstrong. He used to ride fishes with me. Yeah and when we were riding the fishes you know other guys were still on single fins you know and we were like and they were like they hated us Yeah, we were going so fucking fast and we were like
1: these are twin fins most Yeah, I guess. twin
2: yeah. fins right? we were flying
1: who yeah. who made your first twin fin or what twin fin did you ride first
2: uh I shaped my own hmm. at Dino. I just, you know, a friend of mine was riding one on the East Coast, uh, Mike Tabling. He got one from San Diego. I don't know how he did it. but
1: Steve Liss?
2: Yeah, I, I guess Steve Liss gave him one or something, and I saw him on the East Coast. Yeah. Connecting the dots, going down the beach, you know, and I went, "Fuck That thing's <laughs> <gross."> Yeah. <laughs> but I'd never seen the board. So yeah. when I came home... We had the thatcher here, I just took a blank and kind of worked on it until I went, okay, this is me. Yeah. And But I did different things with them. I made the fins torqued in like this and pulled out, so it was like a catamaran deal.
0: How hmm. interesting, you yeah. Know, where one fin would
2: blow out and you'd squirt it out, yeah. you know, yeah. that was my theory. Yeah, you want it you wanted
0: to accelerate when you're on, on rail, you know. You want to pull that drag out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That other fin's got to come out so you could fly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's a chip because Steve Liss is kind of the guy that's been.
2: Not really, because if you go to a museum, the one down at Sacamini, you go in there, there's a twin fin balsa board in there. Mm -hmm. Way before Steve Steve Liss Liss was even born. Yeah. And I looked at it and I went. He didn't invent that. <laughs> yeah. There it is, right there, yeah. that big balsa board. Yeah. When I walked
0: in there, I just went, "There it is." Well, this, this was wasn't around. Yeah. I mean, didn't didn't you ride like a thruster before? Like even Sam, Simon Anderson came out with a yeah. thruster.
2: I got a picture of it at home.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, that's you know.
2: Downrailed three pen board, wrote it here and won a contest on it.
0: Yeah, so what, you know, bring back the contest because I know you kinda had a, a domination, you know, kind well, of Well, the
2: boards were called rainbow. Michael made me a set of probably twelve to fifteen boards back then before anybody had a a quiver and Oh, a whole set. <laughs> and we did the movie with Jimmy on a, a set of those and all that, yeah. We used to put weights on them in the front too. What? You guys don't know? Mm-mm. What do you knew? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, make these I'm shirts, a Brom. I'm going to make these shirts up for all you people listening. Say, what do you new? <laughs> say, like this it. your first day? Put yeah. a couple boards on it and say, sign by David. Yeah. <laughs> so what were the weights for? The weights like the bat of a bat playing baseball. Okay. We used to drill on the very tip of our boards like an arrow-shaped okay. hole. Yeah. And glass down in there and put take fishing weights and put them in there yeah. and tape it you know so you can pull them out if you want a lighter or heavier you're kidding me. and what it was was when you went to the bottom of the wave you throw the board right mm. to go up it's like the same deal with a bat huh the weight would launch it
1: <laughs> what wow. a trip yeah. you never
2: knew that no, no man you guys
1: are new we're so I've new I've never heard of weights in the that's nose of a board listen that's how far ahead we were wow yeah. that is incredible they don't do that anymore or they stopped no stop.
2: even know about it probably until today yeah today. just
1: let you guys know what's going on <laughs> this is an exclusive <laughs> so you guys flashback. are here
2: first you guys are all new right? yeah see we got a lot of stuff we did
0: yeah I, yeah. I mean the innovation in the DIY like era of you know, like just being thinking outside the box and trying something yeah. different, whether yeah. it's the fin or the,
1: the shape. Earlier the downrail you were saying how people hated you because you were like ripping we were going, yeah, they, ripping they, they, on your twin fin
2: yeah, and everyone they,
1: was still stuck on yeah, they were on traditional longboards.
2: A good example, Mike Armstrong, he rode my fishes, right? He went to Hawaii. He was surfing Ala Moana, and Jerry was there, Lopez. And uh, Jerry goes, Michael was coming down the line, and he was going up and down, connecting all the dots and flying, right? Jerry goes, hey, let me borrow your board. This is what Michael told me. So Michael loaned him one of my Eagle fishes. Jerry, and he said, here's the problem, Dave. Jerry took off in a wave, went straight down like he did at Single Fin, and pitched the board over, and he spun the board around like this, like a saucer, mm-hmm. and crashed and burned, and was pissed off. Michael told him, dude, you don't ride the fish that way. you yeah. got to get up and turn right away. Yeah. You don't take it down like a single fin. Yeah. He took it down like a single fin and tried to launch, and it didn't work.
0: Yeah.
1: The
2: board
0: went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always heard a good analogy for that is like, Driving a car without power steering versus a car with power steering on how sensitive, you know, like just sensitive. sensitive, sensitive it and yeah. just things. like you barely have to. That was like- that one. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, Jerry was his surfing is really simple, right? And it's really straight like straight line, straight line.
2: That's what we call it. Straight and line.
1: His, his stance is super narrow. And with lean with,
2: turn, lean turn,
1: yeah. And with with um, with fishes and shorter boards, you, you gotta like. Widening out. out your
2: stance, and almost like listening to the cars and watching chicks dance.
0: <laughs> move it, baby! <laughs>
2: move
0: it! Gotta shake it, shake um, it up! Yeah, right for sure. I love it. You, you definitely shake it, I'd bet. What was like, uh, you know? So in the contests, guys were entering with longboards and tw- you know, twin at that you know that era, like. Was there a shortboard contest, or they didn't, no, no, they didn't care what you rode? They didn't care what you rode. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You know? so, so we
2: were throwing everything at them. I mean, we were on down rails, we were on up rails, we were on single fins, we were on twin fins. You yeah. Know, we were going faster. Just staying ahead of the pack.
1: Yeah. yeah. So were, was there a contest where people showed up with longboards and you showed up with your twin fins? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So that must have been like I clash mean- of the... Ideologies, I, I did right that there.
2: i in New Jersey once, and the wave was about five inches high. I was on a longboard, and they were on shortboards. Who got all
0: the waves? <laughs> I did. Yeah. You, 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 you assess the situation, line up. You're like, okay, I'm gonna. I got a quiver of twelve boards back here. <laughs> I'm gonna take that
1: one and go smoke these fools. That's so funny.
2: <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah. Uh, what else we gotta do?
1: I know, right? Yeah.
0: What was I
1: mean? So. I know what?
0: Yeah.
2: We'll do this again. We'll yeah. do this again and have oh, yeah. fun because there's a lot of stories they got.
1: No, are we, we done? done? We're not done yet.
2: Why are we? No way, man. We got to see got what the time. ratings are gonna be like after this.
1: Oh, it's gonna be Mr. So, Nueva <laughs> through the roof. People are gonna be so psyched to, to listen to, to more stories. We'll 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 do and just just keep us going for a little bit more, but Okay. But um you Sure. Talk to us about uh, well, I just wanted,
0: yeah, before before you jump into the next, your contest wins, and like, you know, like, where were the events primarily? You know, we had the U.S. Open, right? U.S. Championships or whatever it was titled at the time. Was there other events on the East Coast oh, or yeah. Up and down Yeah, there were like, events all over. All over.
2: Yeah. yeah, we were just like, when you get down here, jump a plane, go to Cocoa Beach, Florida, there'd be a big game yeah.
1: going so, on. Were you kind of tripping out that you were. Becoming somewhat of a celebrity and making decent money from surfing. At that surfing? time,
2: no, because you know it was like we'd we'd be on the move all the time, and then we just see the book now and then. And go, oh wow, look at this.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. Book meaning like surfer surfing and yeah, like yeah, the they'd be and be stuff.
2: pumping everything up, and we get home and you know just kind of be tired from being on the road and just
0: kick back, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's crazy.
0: I mean, just I could imagine like just putting all those boards without board bags and carrying like oh. you know a bunch of where you guys you're not uh, driving over these coast. You guys were all flying. I well, assume, sometimes
2: right? we drove. Sometimes yeah. we drove. Yeah, I got a good one for that. You know, we used to make the run from Cal, take a big U haul. And drive through to Texas, and then I disappear with some blonde in Dallas, you know, while everybody was pissed off waiting for me to show back up so we could keep going. You know? Yeah. And then a uh, little detour. Yeah, and then hit New Orleans, and then uh, I'd be walking across the street, and all everybody go, don't take that chick, she's the guy. <laughs> you know, don't. Dave, come back.
1: What good friends. <laughs> Check the Adam's apple, Dave. Check yeah. the Adam's apple. <laughs> so, Shave her
0: legs. <laughs>
1: So the U-Haul,
0: you, were, were you bringing boards to sell on the trip too? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah load up with everything because that stop
2: that's... at shops and they'd buy them, and we just keep going and pick up more boards at airports and load up again and just keep going. Yeah, and one time I was on a rest stop. Yeah, we'd be going through Texas. I go are we still in Texas? (laughs) Fuck, when's this state going to be over with, man? Yeah. It's the longest car ride I've ever been on. Three days. Three days in Texas? (laughs) Yeah, what day is this? Are we still in Texas?
0: Yeah. Well, now you would make a pit stop at uh, BSR, you know, surf resort on the way out. (laughs) So we pull off and, and we get done with
2: New Orleans and we're on our way down to Tampa and all that. And we're in Louisiana and we pulled off the road I think it was me, my Purpose, and a bunch of other guys. I think there were six of us. And we were towing the, uh, the trailer in the back full of boards, and we pulled off on the rest stop, and I went in, opened the door, used the bathroom, and then went to the counter and said, wow, what's those round doughy things? The guy goes, hush puppies. Oh, my God. And I go, oh, what do you do with them? He goes, oh, they're bread dough with sugar on the outside. Go, oh, cool, give me a dozen. So I'd go outside, and being in the car, all you wanna do is lay out and stretch. Yeah. And there was a little bayou in front of me. So I'd be eating the hush puppy. I look in the fucking bayou, and I see this, like, log moving.
0: Holy shit, alligator, alligator.
2: I go, what the hell's that? Boom, I throw the hush puppy at him, he, I go, that's (laughs) a fucking alligator. Wow. What the hell? So I throw another one, right? I made a trail, so he was coming up on the beach, yeah. in front of me, and I was on the grass looking at him, and he had his nose like right on the sand, you know. I hear a car behind me go, hurt. Er! Lady and guy pulls out, and this lady had a poodle. She he put she put the poodle down and ran in to use the bathroom, and the guy went ran in. So the dog was outside peeing and. I'd be feeding the alligator. All of a sudden, I noticed the poodle ran down.
1: Oh, oh no! And
2: as I was throwing the hush puppy, he thought I was throwing the ball.
1: Oh no! And so
2: the poodle <laughs> ran down and fucking smelled the alligator's nose, and the alligator went wham,
3: got
1: him,
2: <gasps> ate him, and turned oh, around my and drug, drug him in the water. And I stood up. And I heard the lady go, poo poo! Poo -poo." (laughs) Oh my! Poo poo! And I looked at the boys and I went, We're out of here! We gotta leave right now, right now, everybody! We're out! We're in the car driving away, and they go, You know what I should? They go, No, we're not going back there. You going to tell the lady that you fed the alligator that ate
1: their dog. (laughs) They go, Keep going, keep going. Holy smokes. All right, I don't know if you wanna talk about this. Mr. Nueva, but what was the first time you smoked weed?
2: First time I smoked weed, I think when I was in
1: Huntington. Okay. Yeah, so moved later on in life, right? Like yeah. 17, 18? Yeah,
2: living in uh, Huntington is a Golden Bear. Yes. And we used to go there a lot and those guys were always all loaded,
1: you know, when they yeah. played music
2: back then. So yeah.
0: that was a hot spot though. That was
2: Yeah. The... So but you met a very... lot of
1: like rock stars and Yeah,
2: because they stay in town. Yeah.
1: And and Mr. Nueva, you were a fucking rock star back then, <laughs> yeah. right? I, I mean I drew my
2: hair out. Yeah,
1: when, when, when we look back at all pictures, imagery and the movies. Time. Yeah, you were like you were like a a celebrity fucking surfer. What? He was a One rock. Of the,
0: like he wasn't a, there he wasn't, didn't look like a surfer. There wasn't
1: anybody he wasn't else. wearing
0: Hawaiian shirts. No, he was Florida, like shirtless
1: no, with a fucking fur coat on, right? An a white fucking fur coat on with long hair and dark big sunglasses, right? You, yeah, you were like yeah, a, a fucking He's stalk. a ladies well, man. Like
2: I told you, you know, there's the Beach Boys and there were the Beatles. Yeah, I yeah. went to the right and they went left.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so Huntington is where you started smoking weed and hanging out with rock stars. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I mean that was pretty common back then. I mean it wasn't like you know, oh you're 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 going down the dark side. That was just the normal. Yeah. That that, was the normal scene. Yeah. It was a normal
2: normal thing. You know, like going to uh, concerts. Yeah. We'd go to like uh, all the big concerts. They were touring all over Orange County, all over the place.
1: Yeah, that's a trip because I, you know, we we as as younger yeah. adults, we didn't grow up really with the golden bear, yeah, and and back then that was such a integral part of Huntington Beach yep. and, and the culture and surfing the culture
2: and all that. I remember yeah. being
1: a kid
0: and my parents were like you know, getting a babysitter for us and they're going to the Golden Bear. Yeah. You
3: know? Yeah,
2: it was. I mean, it was totally cool. You know, like when we were in town, we just go over there and listen to good music and people would be smoking weed out, waiting in line to get yeah. in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They they drew a, some really good talent. It Even oh. being a smaller
1: venue, it Didn't was... Didn't the Stones play there? Or no? Uh, no. No. I don't know. A lot Bob, of
0: other
2: people... Bob uh, Dylan? I, Paul Butterfield was the main guys that were always here but there are a lot of people that play there, Janis Joplin, all kinds of big rock stars. 10 years after, all these groups.
0: They're like, we're gonna go down to the Beach City, HB, we're gonna do some party. I
2: I even drove up to Carmel, to uh, Monterey, to watch uh, Jimi Hendrix and all, Otis Redding and all that during the Monterey Pop Festival. Yeah, Yeah. in a Porsche, smoking weed. (laughs) Right up the highway. So wait
1: a minute, you you had yourself a Porsche back then? No, my buddy had one. Okay.
2: And so he goes, hey, I'm going to Monterey, you want to go? I go, shit, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go, you got the weed, let's do it.
1: Is that the first time you met Jimi Hendrix?
2: No, no, I didn't meet him there. I saw the show and I went, oh my God, this guy.
1: Changed your world, changed your life?
0: (laughs) I mean, his... Music, his look, his—I mean, he was. Oh yeah, he, where everybody was. He was the David Nueva of, of fucking <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: beat of his own drum. The Jimi Hendrix is surfing crew. the David Nueva of rock and roll. When
2: yeah. I got got the news from uh, Mike Henson's uh, girlfriend uh, Melinda, she called me up and she—they they were living in San Diego. Henson and them, they go, David, you're in the movie. I go, what movie? jimmy hendrix and i go i'll be right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i jumped in my Porsche and braced down there and she told me the whole story what we're gonna do and everything michael's billing us billing me about eight different surfboards with weights in them and all this shit you know and i'm colorful
0: and going, we're and talking
1: rainbow I bridge painted, yeah. everything. is this for the movie rainbow bridge yeah okay
0: so i i was ready
2: man yeah. i would yeah, fuck yeah, I'm doing
1: this. And what,
0: yeah. what, what uh, year was that um, film? I'm not or- sure. It's like where's my phone.
1: So, Mr. Nueva, that, the, the, there was, there was like, a legend has it that you used to get chauffeured around in a, in a Bentley or something like that. Is that true?
2: Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Friends of mine had them. One guy used to live up in L.A., but he wasn't my chauffeur. He was just a rock and roll guy. Yeah. And he used to come down, and we'd all cruise around. He's all, hey, I want to
0: come to the beach and hang with you. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're rolling yeah. up in a Bentley. <laughs> how,
2: yeah. did, how did and, you,
0: before we get into the movie, while you're looking it up, I mean, how did... How did you um, not go to Vietnam in, in the draft? Oh, uh, we, like, we
2: were good at that. Most, back then and that time and stuff, we were good at uh, getting out of things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did that. You had flat feet?
2: No, but I didn't have peanut butter between my legs when I went up there too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait.
1: Peanut butter? What does peanut butter have well, to do? Like
2: you shit in your pants? You know, oh. in the draft, you know, yeah. walk, walk in the yellow line, take that red line, go that yeah. way. There's there's a green one. I just whatever they told me, I went to the opposite. You yeah. know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you, know, you put peanut butter in your? I
2: didn't do that. One of the one of the other surfers, I think it was Hackman that did it. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we got out of that. Yeah. We knew that war was no, no going nowhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean that was a a, a horrible,
1: you know, so in
0: time, for sure. So you were
1: starting to talk about that that iconic picture of you sitting next to a bunch of airbrush boards. you're kind of in the middle of it, and there's a big bong. was that that was Laguna Beach, right? Yeah, and that was was it you and Mike Henson?
2: No, that guy was, uh, that I was sitting next to was uh, Johnny Gale. He's the one that promoted sunshine acid. Ooh. Yeah. He was one of the big guys. He died, so you know none, nothing can happen to him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: But he was a heavyweight.
1: Sunshine acid. Now,
2: well, yeah, everybody took LSD back then. Yeah, and smoked weed.
1: Yeah, it, it, it got stuff. really crazy, huh? Like oh, yeah. it went from kind of recreational weed to some more detrimental psychedelics, right? Yes. bong Yeah. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to have to put, put that mean, on the, the Instagram. artwork
0: on those. I mean, those I, are my I haven't board. seen those photos yeah. in a long time but that those is my exceptional right there. <laughs> yeah. I
1: want one of those. Seriously, Anybody right? Would. Yeah.
0: Back then nobody had them.
2: If you were the first guys to do the airbrush.
1: So this guy right here
2: is John Gale
0: we're looking at the uh, John what
2: John Gale
0: John Gale Chris
2: Craft uh, Boats that was his dad
1: Chris Craft Boats oh yeah. wow Craft Boats and and what did he uh, he was a surfer obviously and he he started selling there's a movie of the brotherhood
2: that was the head guy he was the head guy of the brotherhood okay right. Well they whoa. smuggled hash in they made a big movie of hash coming in and yeah. all that what movie was it? I don't know I forget
1: <laughs> seriously like but that's, that's him wow. we'll have to google that one that's crazy that's,
2: yeah. yeah look it up he was a one of the big guys
1: yeah now were you guys good friends or yeah, yeah.
2: excellent friends yeah what do you think I'm doing there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Partying talking design. You're Talk. Showing me rooms full of suitcases full of money.
0: Yeah. That is so crazy. <laughs> That's why you're living in Laguna and you got freaking you Yeah.
1: Know, so your book is gonna be pretty amazing. Oh yeah.
2: It's gonna be great.
1: It's gonna be amazing. Now is somebody helping you with it or?
2: Uh, no, I'm just kinda weighing it, right write okay. it down now and then, you know.
0: Tackling and buy it by by a VIN or by um by decade? Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: mean, I'm taking my time. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it's good.
2: There's a movie, Rainbow Bridge.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, I've, I I've, I've watched some Rainbow Bridge stuff, too. Wow. It's pretty It's pretty eclectic and amazing. Yeah. So, do you, do you want to stop right now, Mr. Nueva, and we'll catch back up, or, or what?
2: Yeah, why don't we put the public on... Dial into your company, and
1: we'll be back with David pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, we like this. Yeah, because honestly, this, our interview is not finished. We're, we're going to have oh, to keep okay. going, okay? Well, no, 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 not today. We wrap it up. Yeah. We, we could wrap it up for now. Yeah. And then um, do whenever, another one. <laughs> maybe next week or the following week, we could do episode two. I'm going to see how many people that's going to die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 get you some info, but yeah, it's, it's going to be... Uh, yeah. This is awesome. And man. they'll be new. Yeah. yeah.
0: What do you know? Yeah, we got. I yeah. Mean, what do you know? We, we want to talk some of the, the U.S. Open and, you know, some of this, your other surf trips and then, you know, doing some of your commercials and Stun Double. And there's a lot of good yeah, stuff. You gotta go. Yeah, you got to go. I got to
1: So, hey, hey, this is. Flying this Hawaiian. This is. David, Mr. Nueva. Thank you so much. Yeah. I gotta this ain't finished. All right. Oh, you, can, you can give him a ride. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're awesome. going to. Uh, this is the first part of. Episode 1 Yeah David Nueva. Thank you Peace (laughs) Friends and family Brothers and sisters Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast Take 2 Take 2 With our guest A Hawaiian and surfing
0: legend That dominated the sport In the 60s and 70s Regarded one of the best surfers Of the time Holding two championships US titles We do not even know He has all this history But he's known for Incredible nose riding skills Smooth style And rock star persona Legend, legend. He likes flashy cars, fancy, flashy clothes, fancy cars, and a unique look that catapulted him to surfer celebrity. He's got commercial stars, Diet Coke, Budweiser. He's in a famous movie with Jimi Hendrix. We're gonna learn about all of this and more. Yeah. We welcome. Uh,
2: yeah. Thanks David. You guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for, the uh, flying white, <laughs> even though he doesn't like to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we know you as. <laughs>
0: Mr. New Wave, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes. Oh,
2: I'm honored to be yeah. here with you guys. it's yeah. uh, It's been a good journey, you know, for me. You yeah. Know, and, yeah. Uh, I got a birthday coming up. I'll be
0: Wait. 73.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. Good
0: for you. So oh. if I'm I'm in as good shape and and far <laughs> yeah. at 73 as you are, man.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'm uh, in that good of shape yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Take it. So so we, we kind of left off talking about... Um, that famous photo of you and Jonathan Gale, but we also wanted to kind of go back and talk about that controversial thing that happened. That sure. contest with the twerping.
2: We'll, we'll get that part done. Okay. Uh, the deal with me and Johnny Gale. Okay, I was uh, I was good friends with Johnny. He uh, his parents owned uh, Chris Craft boats in Newport back then, and. Uh, he was obviously tied in with uh, Timothy Leary and the Grateful Dead and yeah. all that. You know, they were. I guess they were uh, back then. They were uh, in a movie too. I think they made a movie about those guys, the Brotherhood. You know, and yeah. uh, I was just happened to be there with him one day, and and there was all my surfboards in that picture when I was sitting down with them and. Uh, in Laguna Beach, you know? Yeah. It was, uh, John was a good soul, you know, just, he got caught up in the, the wrong time, you know, with yeah. uh,
1: the so, police
2: or the feds, one so, of them.
1: So he was dealing acid back no, in the day? No, well,
2: yeah, he was selling LSD, you know, the sunshine, yeah. and uh, he was also, they were smuggling in crazy. a crazy amount of hash, you know? Yeah
1: in surfboards and stuff like that yeah like,
2: we're, okay it, one of the reasons Rainbow Surfboards came up and they were made by Hanson and the airbrusher lived in Laguna Beach so you could see the, the mystic boards that uh, they were making me yeah you know and those boards were all gift from Johnny you know for me to ride and uh, some of the airbrush stuff there's hash and other stuff in there you know
3: <laughs>
1: works of art they were, we're smuggling
2: coming. it and uh, they were cutting open some of those boards and uh, pulling out the hash, you know, because they were airbrushing and they couldn't see it. That's you know?
0: crazy. <laughs> Hey, you know, reuse, reusable. Yeah. You know, what, was, was that guy a good
1: surfer,
2: Jonathan Gale? Johnny was pretty good. You yeah. know, for how small he was, and uh, he was only like one hundred fifteen pounds. Yeah, you know? he was a small guy.
1: Did you surf with him a lot? or? Oh yeah, yeah. oh
2: yeah. He used to always go, come on, Dave, let's go ride these boards. I go, they're not loaded, are they? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think they do that anymore. They don't need to now. But, yeah, that was the way of the the, the world back then. You yeah, know? yeah. well, they, they still smuggle
2: all kinds of stuff, you know. We just don't know where to look.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just keep getting smarter and smarter. Yeah.
2: One step ahead of the man, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not drug dealers. Yeah. They're drug suppliers, you know, because you yeah. don't really have to sell it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Everyone's buying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, now you can just go down the street and go in the store and get
1: it. Yeah, yeah. dispensaries, <laughs> right?
2: So, so, you know, it came a long ways. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
1: So um, tell us about that contest where they stole your surfboard.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, well, I had, I think, four of them on, on the top of my car. And the one they grabbed was the one that I was going to use, you know, which I made, you know, at Dyno in Huntington Beach. I shape it. The nose was pulled in. It was all different compared to what they accused me of ripping them off with a shape. Yeah, My board was completely, completely different, you know. It looked like some of the boards they're using now, uh, you know, in the pro ranks. Yeah. You know, they're real thin, you know. My board was like a potato chip. And it worked well for me. They happened to, you know, I went to the hotel to check in with my girl. And uh, next thing I know, I came out, one of the boards was gone. You know, and I went, "Whoa, what happened here?"
1: Yeah, what a trip! We took
2: it right out to Jaguar. You know,
1: you're driving a Jaguar then. Yeah,
2: big old <laughs> white thing. We called it the White Whale
0: because <laughs> most of the the you know station wagons, whatever they're you know the the uh, Volkswagen bands were pretty popular and stuff. And yeah. you were rolling in a Jaguar. Yeah. Well, the
2: reason for a lot of that too was that we're surfing in contests where j- they were just giving trophies. Yeah. And no prize I, money. I wanted to step it up by doing what I was doing, and you know, say, say "Hey, look! You know, we're driving Rolls Royces, Jaguars now. You know, come yeah. on, pass." Yeah. Uh, they didn't have money. Yeah. So you know, everything I came in a little bit too early than uh, you know Tommy Kern and all those guys. <laughs> you know, they made money, and I. Got stuck with trophies. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I think when we look back to every generation, it's like that. Because I, you know, I was pro in the nineties, early two thousand. I'm like, yeah, I made good money, but man, these kids now are making freaking bank. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know,
1: especially Kelly. Especially so, Kelly. So who stole the surfboard? Do you know
2: some group uh, down in the? Well, they all surfed at. Uh, Pass uh,
1: Wind and Sea or... Big
2: Rock okay. You know More down at the cliffs Towards Ralph Okay There was a group of guys Down there I guess they Had the fishes But they were all Set up different Than what I did Yeah You know my Their fins were all You can look at the fishes Nowadays Their fins were all straight Where I torqued them in And pulled them out So they ride like a catamaran You know mm. Once once you took it in a turn, the outside fin was out of the water, so you were skimming a lot faster. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had all these ideas that I put in that board. It was different than what they had in San Diego. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you've been riding these prior to the event. You just didn't like, you know, shape a board right before, right? You're, no. You're. I just made it because I saw a friend of mine on the East
2: Coast riding one. I think it was a Steve List board. That's who the guys were. Okay. That ripped it off. No and way. Part of that group. Yeah. But if you go back in history, uh, like you can go see one right now. It's a balsa one at uh, in San Clemente at the the museum. The it's a balsa Heritage. wood board, and they got twin fins on. Them. Huh. It was made way before these guys. Yeah, yeah. Know, but they were claiming it. Yeah, know? yeah. So you know, more power to it. But the they happened to rip one board off, and they had three more on the car.
0: Did- <laughs> <laughs> were, th- were those like different from like the kneeboards? Because kneeboarding was really popular back then, and we, we we hear a lot of kids and younger guys learning on a kneeboard because they're more manageable. Yeah, well, but...
2: the first guy I seen, you know, with a twin twin fish kneeboard was, uh, God, his dad was Clark Cable. Clark Cable? Bunk- yeah, his dad was Clark Cable, and his name was Bunker Spreckle. Oh, Sprekle wow. Sugar. That's where all the money was. Yeah, And Bunker was driving around in a Mercedes. I'd see him on a North Shore with a bitchin' girl in a Mercedes, and he was a really good friend of mine. Hmm. But he was riding a twin-fin kneeboard. And you talk about, I seen air back then. He was coming off the lip here at a pier. On oh, eight-foot days and just getting launched up in the air. And I was going,
1: God, who is that guy? Was he younger or older than you? No, we were about the same age. Okay. Bunker Spreckles. Yeah. His dad yeah. was Clark Gable. Clark Gable. I had no idea. Because yeah. that guy's kind of famous, but not like... No, he was famous. Yeah. Yeah,
2: for kneeboarding. You know, he was like George Greeno but nobody knew of him. Okay. You know? And... You know, we used to party at my house in Corona Del Mar. He'd call me up and go, Dave, you just get back from Hawaii? I said, yeah, I just got back. And he goes, where are you? I go, Corona Del Mar. He goes, I'm coming down with my gal. He'd pull up in Mercedes and have an arm full of booze, you know. And he'd go, come on, man.
1: Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so cool. So, so, so the guys stole your board. And I heard they, like... Nailed it to a well, telephone pole. Or some something of like the
2: guys that were, you know, we're on the U.S. surfing team. You know, there was a bunch of us. You know, that Drew Harrison, a bunch of guys that qualified to to be in the world title, and they. I didn't know what happened. All I knew is somebody ripped the board off, and I was at the hotel. So I woke up in the morning. I had three of them, put them on the roof, and down we went to the contest. And everybody was going, "Don't tell David about." his board being hung on, on the pier, you know, because they didn't want me to get distracted yeah. and pissed off Yeah.
3: And, you know, before
2: I wrote. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, but they had pictures of it I saw in the magazine a month later, you know, of the board and all that. That was pretty low, but, you know, to yeah. try and hold me back of something that I was going to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: How'd you do in the contest?
2: I Well, here's the deal. The final event, it was, uh, it came down that we caught three of the other guys riding single fins. And the waves were small, and Jim Blair that won the contest, he happened to just fought, saw what I was doing and, and got a, a fish. So him and I were the only two on fishes. And we were going down the line, and these guys were barely coming out of their turns, and the white water would pat, you know, be in front of them. They couldn't make the waves. Yeah. And we were flying, you know.
0: So you guys finished first and second?
2: Well, when I came in, before I was in the event, I was in a bar across the street, me and my gal <laughs> with the Hells Angels.
1: <laughs> no way. You're partying with the Hells Angels. I mean, yeah, we
2: were in, in the bar. I wanted to stay away from all the crowd that was on the beach and yeah. all that. So I told her, I go, hey, let's go over here and sit down and, you know, we can still watch a contest. So we are in there and I met the the head guy for the Hell's Angels San Diego wow and he was going I know who you are and I go well, I don't even know you but hey <laughs> you got your boys there you know yeah.
1: <laughs> you thought it was going to be trouble or
2: no no he made it real comfortable for yeah. me and he, you know he'd go Dave we're going to be rooting for you brother you that's know that's awesome and I was like cool you know I'm just trying <laughs> to stay out of the, the firing range for yeah. all the people and all the shit going on yeah yeah, so when they announced me, I go, "See you guys!" And they all go, "Dave, we're all going to the beach to watch." That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah just hey, back up. Dave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what yeah. Do you guys want to do? stole to my board. Yeah, who got my board? I got my boys over here I was looking for the guy who took
2: my board. Oh, if they would have found out about that, ooh, there would have been some trouble on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So, w- but we're in the heat, and I was getting twice as long rides than Jim Blair's. I was getting down the beach. Where Jim would get caught up, you know, couldn't make some of the waves, and I was just flying down the beach. And when the contest was over, everybody on the beach, including the Hell's Angels, came running up to me going, "You want to oh, stay, you want man. it." Oh, that's and then worst. when they announced it, everybody went, that was wrong. Up until the, before Jim Blair's died in Hawaii, I used to go over there, he came up to me and said, "You know what? I didn't win that. It was. Politically fixed. Yeah, you know that because you, I was a, like an outlaw. Yeah. yeah, long hair, and here's all these other guys with short hair, and yeah. I'm
0: driving a big old white car. Yeah, and a, a lot chick of, and yeah, and, a lot of California looking like beach studs, and then you here yeah, you are with yeah. your like just yeah, they're old beat
1: up cars, and I pull in with this yeah. big
2: white whale. Uh, you know,
1: yeah, too much going on. <laughs> yeah, a lot, right? a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Those yeah. guys are just bet, jealous. Yeah,
0: you ripped, but you also came in like you're yeah. in the place and you, you psyched out probably a lot of well, competitions. I,
2: I find out throughout uh, all the contests that I was winning, you know, against guys that were in my heat. And they go, hey, man, I surfed against you and I lost, you know, and they were pissed off. I had a lot of pissed off guys that I beat, Yeah. you know, thousands of them, you know, when I was winning, you know. Yeah. I found out a lot of them were pissed at me because they
1: lost, you know. And and the wave is just like, dude, it's not my fault you lose. Yeah, I'm just, we're just doing the same thing, except I'm winning. Well, I'm just curious on like that, the like the
0: surfing criteria for the event where you know you're in this weird transition where everybody's on longboards, which is. You're kind of limited yeah, on we what we you. were on
2: single fin A lot of them had short boards, like uh, Michael Ho. Single fin short that. boards and. Yeah, a lot of those guys were all on singles. You know, we caught them looking that way. You know, Blair saw what I was gonna do and went, "I need one of those boards." Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So, um, I wanted to talk about. I, I was, Googling, you know, looking for photos and videos of, yeah. of you. Uh, earlier today and you know did you
2: find any i found a lot there's There's a a ton there's a ton i
1: mean you're of course you're a legend so there's too much information on you but i wanted to talk about how you you were born there but then moved here and Uh, then and then you know you well you became a a pretty decent because you're i mean hawaiians can surf big waves but you kind of grew up in california Right? Kinda
2: yeah, we I started off as a kid like you know and and the kid I was hanging out with his dad was a big wave surfer mm-hmm. well known his name was George Downing okay and I I was hanging out with his son and George made his son a little tiny egg shaped board out of balsa and it looked like if he made it big it looked like all the boards that we're using now yeah but it was short so. I was taking turns with his son and we were only kids, you know, after yeah. he got done I go, Hey, I'm gonna you use your board, and I'd go back out and use it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So the transition to short shortboards, I already had it here. In your mind, yeah. In my mind, you know, because I grew up on that. Then I came to California, everybody's riding big longboards because the fucking water was cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and no wetsuits, no leash. Yeah. And I never used the leash, you know, f- until later on in California, you know, yeah. because I was taught if you lost your board, you swam. Yeah. So the next time you took off on that wave, same place where I fell, you wouldn't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good learning deal.
0: Yeah. The the uh, the, the leashes came in in what what year? Do you remember? God. I was like Jack O'Neill did it long time ago up in Santa Cruz
2: but but he had a, a suction cup yeah. with a thing on it that was on I think it, it was on his arm Yeah,
1: rubber. yeah. yeah. surgical like rubber It snapped back right
2: yeah so he was trying it out up in Santa Cruz and I heard that uh, the board flew back and pu- punched a hole in his eye and, he and that's dying. how he lost his eye that's though. how he lost his eye yeah so you know as the years went on they,
1: they moved it to your ankle you know
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, Smarter. Get away from it, you know?
1: Yeah. So so, uh, were you surfing Pipeline as a kid back in the day, or did you? I rode Pipe uh, back when Butch
2: Van Arsdale, okay, he used to ride on the Duke O'Hanamoco surf team. It was four of them. I call them the four horsemen. Mm. It was Van Arsdale, Joey Cabell, Paul Strau, and Fred Hemmings, and there was Duke. They represented Duke Hanamoko. Wow. You know, the tradition of surfing. They took, you know, they went everywhere, toured with them, and these guys were good. Yeah. So they were kind of my, Butch and I were really good friends. I knew them all, you know, because they remembered me when I was a little kid surfing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was really neat. In fact, they came to Huntington Beach after I won a U.S. Open. And they, put, they drove a Rolls Royce, and all of them are in the Rolls Royce, out on the pier at the lifeguard station, and stopped. And I was looking at the waves, you know, because I wanted to go in the water. Turned around, and there's a Rose and there's Duke. Wow. And, and these guys, you know, that I knew. I was, like, hugging them and that. And then they go, David, there's Duke. No way. And I shook his head. And hand that's the first ass. time you met him? Yeah. Wow. And he was there. And, you know, and I went, God, this... This some kind of almond. Yeah. Know, what's oh, going on? Sure. How old were you, you think? Oh god, I was
1: like High Schooler.
2: Uh, no. In my twenties. Okay. Early twenties.
1: Early twenties, that's the first time you met him. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And he was just Was like... he in a freaking white dope Hawaiian Well,
2: he was in a Loa shirt, yeah. black pants,
0: and he had the flowered shoes made by Vans. <laughs> I swear to God, they wow, were made by Vans. Awesome. So he had like handlers. I mean, obviously he's like a superstar, you yeah. know, not just from surfing, but you know, well, being Olympics gold medalist. Like he had a that, lot. You know, father of surfing, yeah, yeah. And, he,
2: and he took it all over the world, yeah, like Australia and all these. He showed it to them, you know, yeah. and they're still pissed off. <laughs> I never met an Aussie unless he was upset. They're aggressive. They're like uh,
1: lumberjack people, you know. <laughs> so so. That was the first time you saw, uh, not the first time you saw the I seen boys, him but, in
2: Hawaii, okay. but never really went up, you know, like yeah. to meet him meet him like yeah. the way he did me. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. That's crazy. So you, you, you won the U.S. Open. What year was that? Do you remember? God, I couldn't tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Were you riding a longboard or a shortboard? Uh, or a fish? I was or? on a longboard back okay. then. It was a junior.
2: I was a junior and I won the junior US Open. Okay. And then uh, a couple years later, I won the men's. Nice. Yeah. But so, it was a battle 68, you know, between. 68, 71. Yeah, it was between Corky and me. Uh, you know, a lot of people were pitting. Corky was a transition, you know, like when I came up here. He was a guy representing all the surf songs and all the movies, you know. Oh. Type guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And I like came Beach Boy up here, type? Stuff,
1: yeah, boys, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: They're in the rah rah rah, you know, all that stuff, and I wasn't. I was on the other side with the long hair.
3: Yeah,
1: and the aloes.
2: More the Rolling Stone or Beatles, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah the type um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be right there.
1: Oh. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Take care.
1: <laughs> Take care. <laughs> that so, so you were the outlaw and... and yeah, it was like... was you know, he Is he the same age as you or about... Yeah, we were about the same
2: okay. age. But, you know, every contest I would go, it would either be him winning or me winning. You wow. Know, there was that. Rivalry, that, huh? That, yeah. yeah. We'd always end up in the finals and he'd look at me and i look at him and I'd go, here we go again, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and was there any money at this point in those U.S. Open? No, there
2: was all trophies. <laughs> so yeah. crazy. Yeah, there was no money in it.
0: And, and, and the uh, best
2: time about it was we were winning the contest, so especially for me, I would go back and everybody would, in town would go, Hey, we're having a party over yeah. here in Nueva. Yeah.
0: I mean, that, that was your uh, prize, right? You <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it was like, this is it. This is better than the contest, you know, <laughs> yeah. them handing me, you know, a trophy. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: We, I, we grew up in, you know, like the 80s going to the U.S. Open as my earliest, like, you yeah. know, memories. And it was, like, huge, huge. huge. I mean, they had yeah. stadium stands, on the pier, yeah. on the beach. Like, what yeah, was the crowd, probably, crowd factor back then?
2: Uh, Jim Jenks when he, he had OP. Yeah. Because at night, I'd be at the shop, and he would come over with all, after the contest, you know, while the contest was going, he'd come by and go, hey, Dave, what are you doing tonight? And I go, you know what? There's somebody really good playing at the Golden Bear. Why don't yeah. we go in there and watch them? Yeah. You Know some big group, and he goes, Hey, you're on. We'd party to about 12 1 in the morning, yeah. And he was a head guy for the concert. yeah.
0: <laughs> and he he owned OP, right? Yeah, yeah he started, OP, yeah. yeah. But the crowds at in those events in the early like oh, late yeah. 60s, 70s, it, it brought a crowd, right? Oh, god, because I've seen some old photos, and it looked like you know, guys charging like big south swell left into the pier, oh, and yeah. just like
1: it yeah. looked packed. I feel mm-hmm. like you're one of the most uh first kind of pro-surfers out Hi. there, right? That's my daughter, Eve. Hi. Does your mom up. look like you? <laughs> <laughs> a grandma? <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah, you're like one of the first kind of professional surfers that started making money from sponsors, yeah?
2: Mainly, I was... I was, Yeah, well, I made it off of surfboards and a, a few dollars on, uh, you know, shorts. You know, hang it.
1: Yeah. So you started riding for Hang Ten, yeah, yeah. That was your first like clothing sponsor. Yeah. yeah, would they pay you like a couple hundred bucks a month? No,
2: or? they would take care of expenses. Okay. You know, like if I had to leave town, go yeah, to go to the, of the East Coast or
1: Hawaii or wherever,
2: they'd grab the tickets and the rooms. And, yeah.
1: Nice, nice. Um,
0: oh, I, I was just gonna say like the. You guys, your family, like, um, were so involved with the contest that you guys kind of took over, like, the security, too, for a lot of the that events. That was my dad. Yeah. yeah.
2: Once, uh, you know, I was, I was doing it a lot. He lived right up the road, Garden Grove. And, yeah. and Jim Jenks uh, put him on as uh, head security. Yeah. Yeah. And during that riot, thank God he was there, you know, because yeah. it was between Tom Kearns and Mark Apalupo. Yeah, and the finals—they already wrote in the finals—and then this big bunch of crap evolved at the lifeguard station where they're burning uh, cars top and, cars yeah. and they're fighting and.
0: I heard it—they it, were doing that bikini contest, yeah. and, and that's and what triggered it. And yeah. that's what triggered is some
1: some girls got their. Tops ripped, ripped off, and, off and, yeah. and a
2: bunch of drug guys, you know, next you know, the whole you, place. Do you feel
1: bad for starting it, Mr. Nueva? Huh? <laughs> do you feel bad for starting oh, it? yeah. I
2: threw, it, I threw the first bear.
1: <laughs> I, uh,
0: I remember uh, being on the beach and I, I ran up to the top of the pier on Main Street and there was bottles flying from on top of jacks, and, and wow. just all kinds of stuff. And I, oh yeah, all my my brother and his friends worked at Wimpy's right there in the corner. Well, so I ran in and went through the back door at Wimpy's. To my like, my yeah. dad
2: caught wind of, and he had all these security guys with him. They're all martial arts guys, you know, watching, the, yeah, you know, the contest, making sure everybody was good, yeah. And so when they caught wind of that going on behind the the contest. My dad took like five of his guys and he gave me the walkie-talkie and he goes, son, you gotta help. I go, what? He goes, keep these people seated. Do yep. not let them go and get mixed with the riot. Yeah. Because the cops are down there, they're all, you know, getting slammed. And So I said, okay, you know, so how do I do this? <laughs> because the finals is going to be over and... So I ran up to one of the judges. I go, Listen, the committee that was running the, the event, I go, Look, we can't let nobody leave. We've got to shut the gates, keep them all here. And we came up with, Let's have the guys
1: Surf go again. two
2: out of three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we already knew who won. Yeah. But yeah. they were just out there trying to keep everybody seated. Crazy. Yeah. So it worked. Yeah. Because my dad was trying to cover all those 18-wheel trucks with ABC all-air equipment. You know, he had his guys trying to keep those guys from busting that shit up. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, expensive equipment.
2: Yeah, so uh, finally the heat was over. The last one, and they had that crowd moving up on Main Street and. We can let the people out and let them disperse yeah, you know, down the on the north side yeah. of the pier and yeah. then out, you know?
1: It's surprising that that hasn't happened more, you know what I mean? Because it's well, been pretty nuts.
2: <coughs> all you got to do is add alcohol yeah. on a hot day with chicks, you know, and yeah. Get yeah. strings on and
1: yeah. you'll have it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think they do, the city does a good job of, you know, obviously having Control it. and presence and, and yeah. no bikini shows.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, that I remember that tr- that two, oh. best two out of three final, and man, I wish yeah. they would bring that back at some events. Yeah, you know, just to give the you know more for the the crowd and the spectators and stuff. But yeah,
1: well, they did that uh, between. Uh, see, February. it was late
2: and, uh, in the afternoon. You see, everybody's buzzed by that. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> true. So. That's why they don't do it now because you know they want to end it right around noon, one o'clock. Yeah, they want to have it done. you know yeah. they don't want to push it all the way to the late because then people are like, "Hey, I need a beer." And next thing you know, they intermix with the crowd. Yeah, you're gonna have trouble.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. So, tell us about your relationship with Jimi Hendrix and how you guys met. Oh, Jimi.
2: Okay, we're. Uh, this is when Johnny Gale and all that was going on. You see, I, Mike Henson was, uh, with a, he met a guy, he was sort of like a guru type guy.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, like a culture, you know, like,
1: like a yogi, religious or whatever.
2: You know, stuff. Spiritual dude. Yeah. yeah. And he had an idea, you know, of making a movie and trying to figure out did the world really come out of a coconut? That's why they're flying up there, you know, the find sauce. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they had this far out image of what's, you know, what's, what's the world about, and this and that, you know. And it got so complicated, I told him, I said, hey, look, I'm only going to surf in it. I don't want to go to, they built a whole cult in Hawaii yeah. and filmed it there. And uh, I just said, I'm, I'm just going to ride in it, and I'll be out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it it got you obviously connected with a lot of uh LA and Hollywood yeah. people. And yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They were all there, you know, and uh I met Jimmy just for a little bit, you know, before I left, you yeah. know. And he was totally
1: cool. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. How Did fun. he try surfing at
2: all or now? Nah? No, there's too many people watching it. Yeah. That's what he told me. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I don't want to do it, but I'd love to, you know, but there's too many people watching me. Yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting
1: dude. Huh? He's an interesting dude. Oh God, he was great. Did, Did you party? Guys. Did you party with him? One time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, a bag of Coke and uh some Jack Daniels.
1: <laughs> wow. That's an aggressive <laughs> combo, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we party.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, the, from that movie and getting, you know, obviously you're, you know, surf celebrity, and you you did a couple commercials for like Diet Coke and Budweiser. Uh, Coca no,
2: Cola and Bud. Yeah, yeah. We the first one was uh, Budweiser. We shot it. I, w- I went to Hollywood and and they, they were looking for they said long hair surfer guy that's good.
3: Yeah.
2: And Corky went. A bunch of people. Well, Corky already did one. Okay. You know? Yeah. And so I went up there, and there were like 50 guys looked
0: like him, and they, you know,
2: <laughs> they were all waiting, you know, pick me, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, same old, same old dance, you know? Right? Yeah.
2: And then uh, somebody just went, there's the guy, which is me, go, yeah. there's the ringer, right there. The perfect yeah, look. He goes, so here's a uh, full the legitimate guy surfs and everything, the yeah. other guys, you know. <laughs> take your wig off <laughs> yeah
0: that's interesting because I just have, I just figured like hey this is like our campaign and you're already fam-, you know like yeah. have a name like oh we're just going to put you in but you had 50 guys that yeah. similar you had full audition like traditional and
2: so they they picked me there were two other guys that they had to pick blonde hair guys one is Richard that owned uh, Volcom Will Cut he was one, and there's another one that uh, was teaching in Tabarua, you know, surfer. Hmm. Yeah, they wow. picked him. And Richard didn't have Balkan back then. No. All he had was a pocket full of stickers. And he was just starting to stick everything that he could stick it on. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Honey. So that's how I met Richard. Awesome. Yeah, he was on the shoot with us, you know, so, you know, we get to. It was obviously home.
1: a surf commercial, right?
2: Yeah, it was a surfing commercial. It's it's about this old guy, which is me, you know, tearing up on on the waves in at Tavarua, you know.
1: You guys went to Tavarua?
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were riding a cloud break. No way. Yeah, but they. I'll tell you the funny thing about that was, before the trip, they said come to L.A. to to the. Studio where everybody was getting ready, geared up, put all the shit on the plane, get, get moving. So I met the money lady. The money lady is the one that pays for the hotels, the helicopters, the boats, mm-hmm. <laughs> the island, right? The catering, all the big schooners, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: So the trouble was, we had the money, American money, and I was. I was sitting in a room, and they were duct-taping stacks of money on me. Shut right? up. No. No. Big piles of hundreds, you know, all over.
1: The money lady was taping yeah, money? Yeah,
2: because the deal was, if, if they get caught with the money in in that country...
0: They're going to tax it. They're going to tax the shit on
1: you. You're so fucking... No. So you're all
0: carrying under 10000 each, like, whatever the, yeah, the dollar yeah. amount was. Yeah. So we had to
2: have money to rent the island and pay for the big hotel where, where you know...
1: This professional <laughs> movie, a fill up TV crew. I was already... I knew about that smuggling, yeah. Yeah, but this TV, TV crew, <laughs> though. Yeah, they, they picked the long-haired hippie...
0: <laughs> How cool, though. About so here's the funny part. So
1: I'm getting duct tape
2: with all this cash on me, and... I got a t shirt underneath uh, over the money, and then they said, Wear this jacket so you, you won't look too bulky, right? Yeah. Okay, I put the jacket on. I get up the damn plane in, in uh, freaking Pee- sweating hot. And it's fucking 95 degrees, <laughs> and I'm wearing a jacket. I mean, how much of a bus is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, me and her, she goes, Come on, Dave, we gotta walk through customs quick, quick, quick. Show them the passport and we blow by and she goes another half hour before we get to the island you can take off all that I go kidding I'm dying <laughs> wow you so, know so wait a minute
1: how much I mean this lady wow. says hey
2: she was a banker
1: to, yeah for the movie yeah. you know. that's kind of crazy and she didn't bust it out on you or tell you until like that day yeah <laughs> anybody? Anybody else strap
0: in? No, she didn't trust anybody else. She was handcuffed to me. No.
1: Yeah. How interesting! <laughs> like, no. Hey, so Dave's me. done this before. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> hey, yeah, this guy will do. <laughs> Dave, Dave will do anything. Yeah. He looks like he's pretty shady. He might have done this Who before. He knows how to hold
2: the sweat down. <laughs>
1: That's incredible. So
2: we get to the island, bam! You know, we get through. We get on the boat. We're chugging out to the island. She's paying money to all these people, and then we get up in the hotel room. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> and she's peeling, going. like <laughs> go. Oh! You know.
0: How incredible! <laughs> That's crazy. You guys, you guys score some waves, and.
2: Uh, no, actually, the waves were like average, six foot. Hmm. Yeah. It was, wasn't big, but yeah. it was big enough we could shoot. Yeah. So we had two run boats. We call them run boats. They were like, you know, big fishing boats, you know, and those were the camera guys. Yeah. And then we had a giant schooner, which, you know, on breaks, we'd, we'd come back to the schooner, take our breaks, drink water, take a dump or whatever, take a nap. Have food and the spread was unbelievable. Yeah, anything you wanted, it was it it was on that table. Nice, that's so crazy. (laughs) With cooks, you know.
1: So there's three of you that they were filming. Yeah. Okay.
2: And then there were water guys, you know, about three, four water guys in different areas. You know, as we were blowing by them, you know, they were.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. So you made a Coca-Cola commercial.
2: That was uh, the Budweiser. Oh, that was a Budweiser one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That Budweiser one was uh, we shot it in Tabarua and then we came back to Oahu, and where Disneyland is now. Yeah, you know that hotel. Yeah, we shot it there. No before way. Before that hotel was there, that was like a sacred burial ground. Huh. Yeah, nobody could go out there. You know, it, somehow they we got okay to shoot it there.
0: Wow. Crazy.
2: And, and so we shot that there. The next one was. Uh, the Coca-Cola. Out of the blue, they're looking for somebody again. I go up to audition, and I get the part. Yeah. <laughs> my wife told a lady, she goes, does your husband dive off cliffs?
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> and I go, no. My, my wife goes, oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> likes big waves. He dies yeah. off the waves. Yeah. You know? And she goes, oh, okay, because these other guys can't swim, you know?
1: Oh, <laughs> my God, <you're laughs> kidding me.
2: So I get picked for that.
1: How old are you when, when this is
2: happening? God, I forget. It was a long time ago. I think my son was, uh, my son was like months old, okay. seven months. He's 34. Okay. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so I get to park. I'm living in uh, Oceanside. They sent a car down, pick me up, take me to L.A., they go, Dave. You uh, you going to Grenada? Grenada. Uh, I go Grenada. Isn't that the place we just had trouble with with the army shootings and
1: to film uh, a Coca Cola commercial? Yeah, in Grenada. <laughs> wow. There's ways in Grenada, right? I don't know.
2: <laughs> All I was I was in a compound, so I don't know. Yeah. We we rented a big giant hotel on big property, and nobody's allowed
1: on it. <laughs> Dang. So, did you get like a SAG card after that? The screen actors guild yeah, card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we get, to,
2: you know, we get there and it's the same director, Michael Bay, and he's he makes all these movies now. I've
1: heard of Michael Bay. I think. Yeah, like, Michael Bay. Yeah.
2: Same guy, and we always played pranks. Like
1: action-packed, like yeah, explosive my, movies, right? Michael and
2: I always played pranks on each other. Wow. Know? Like one time, I'm sitting on the back of the boat got a big old fishing pole, you know, while, while I'm talking to this guy, he's going, Shh, Shh. you know, I go, fuck, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, so I got him good one time, you know, in the hotel, I got his room key, and got a jar of mayonnaise, and put it all over the sheets, and made the bed, oh <laughs> my god, you did that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it, made, it just looks like there's nothing in there, because no, like, I don't you like, lift
2: it up, you slide in,
0: Oh, yeah. Where'd you get that
1: idea?
2: Hey, you gotta be creative.
1: Yeah, that's a good prank right there. So, so you made pretty damn good money then, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, you had residuals, you know. Like that one was geared more towards the Super Bowl, the Coca Cola one. No way. Yeah, they, I was diving off a cliff, probably sixty foot, sixty five foot high. Dang. And it, and the beach was like for me the black truck you know and it was like fucking six seven foot deep coral what I was diving you know into this it was more like I knew I had a belly flop oh no oh yeah so you
0: couldn't go down too deep no
2: you can't do a straight dive man you're gonna bust your you're gonna break your neck
1: yeah on coral
2: I kind of dove like like that you know flat 60 feet
1: yeah you,
2: that's I not did, what you I do. I did it six times, and Michael said, No, let's do it four more. I go, No.
3: Yeah.
0: You got away with it. I want to walk away from this. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought you hired a stunt double for this. Yeah. The face of the freaking commercial. Come on.
2: You know, and the tide was going out, you know, so. Yeah. I'm done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael, you can eat a dick. Yeah, you can. you <laughs> your money had, on that one. He
2: had three, like, he had four. Was six good shots yeah. I mean you know why Why am I going to take the risk and do it four more times was there times? any
1: surfing in that one or just that was it the cliff dive no it was a cliff dive Okay. that was it that's crazy <laughs> but they they ended up playing
0: at a super bowl yeah or, yeah? yeah. wow that's huge being in like a
1: a plug on a super bowl commercial you know <laughs> yeah did you do any more commercials after that uh, or
2: no kind of kind of chilled out yeah after that yeah
1: Take it. Yeah, you're like, I ain't gonna fucking jump off the more cliffs. Yeah, but you, I mean, <laughs> just duct tape your
2: wife, you know, so she don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you Put you work. out there,
0: <laughs> right? But you kind of like your career, you know, you had a, a great career. You start off on the longboard, dominating the shortboard, you know, then the shortboard phase, the fish phase. You got that, and you almost did the longboard for like ten years. Yeah. And then, and then there's a whole like kind of resurgence on the longboard scene, and then yeah, that's when you came back and. Didn't you get
2: yeah, did. like a bunch of sponsors like a and full circle? Yeah, you know.
0: And, I knew it was and, gonna do. <laughs> was
2: and like,
0: then there was like decent money gonna... in the events, and well, oh, you started
1: uh, professional longboarding, or
2: yeah. Well, we got into that. Me and Takayama, Donald, he's a good buddy of mine. I grew up with in Hawaii, and he was making longboard. Yeah, yeah. And so when the shortboard hit. All the guys that rode longboards, they couldn't ride them, because they're, you know, they're older now, they're, you know. Yeah. And so Donald said, hey, why don't we uh, do a pro model. fire up the longboard deal? And I said, yeah, I'll help you. And I was riding a fish back then. I go, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I'll help you. So he made me a bunch of longboards, and then we Started getting contests going on and got bigger and better, and we got all the guys off the couch and back in the ocean. Yeah. That was the plan.
0: <laughs> that, and I mean, yeah, you had successful pro models, and and, and the yeah. stir shops and everybody were embracing. And the old
2: guys weren't feeling bad with a little shortboard on their arms. They could finally paddle out again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we did
2: that back, you know, and now it's kind of, who knows where it is. Yeah. It's all short boards if you want to, you know, you got to be young and a lot of guns
0: on you, you know. Yeah, that's so crazy. But you had a, you know, I mean you were instrumental in a lot of like surf designs <laughs> over the years, you know? like Oh yeah, and we,
2: we came out with the, the down rail boards. Before, when it was long boards, they were all like egg shaped, you yeah. know, round. And then uh, Henson, Henson, actually was in one. He made me a set of 10 of ten boards, and then they were all down rail boards. And then he tried to sell them up in Santa Cruz. We were up there for a contest, and all those people up there were going, they'll never work, you know? They'll catch the edge and you'll go flying. Huh. And little did they know, we were flying, all right, flying right by them yeah. on their egg-shaped boards. We were going, Whoa. bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so epic. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Like you know, the the tech, you know, the boards and the technology back then was like you know, you guys went from balsa to to foam to yeah. you know. Now you're 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 angling the fins different. You're tilting them out. Yeah, you're yeah, you yeah. know. I still
2: don't see it on the fish now. Yeah, you know, a lot of them they don't they don't do what I did. You know, I think uh, when I come out with uh, these. Uh, Fifty boards that I'm gonna come out with the way they were the fish. Yeah, I'm gonna remake fifty of them and put them online and sell them. You know for like fifteen hundred or two grand. Smart, nice. Sign them. You know with the eagle on it, just like we wrote them. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that.
1: Awesome. Are you still shaping today? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm out yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah.
2: I got guys that I know that can make them. Yeah. I just work with them until they, they get it right where we want it and then we'll make a disc do it
0: nice but your no you know your nose rise reading your nose writing longboard like your guys' design and concept is now kind of like what is almost okay. in all yes. words well, now I did back then, yeah. these
2: kids they come up to me all the time and they're good servers for sure they go we watch what you did when you're like 19 20 years old yeah on a longboard, and it's insane yeah <laughs> what you were doing back then yeah. dude you're just going fuck you were doing this back then
1: yeah yeah i mean the appreciation it's timeless yeah, right? it's, yeah it's classical like yeah what yeah, you no, guys were doing back then what you were doing back then kids keep emulating <laughs> you, know? you know yeah
0: like it's a big part of the sport you yeah. know like that that longboard and, and that kind of you know stylistic like, like yeah style and <laughs> flow and speed and I mean nothing's really changed in surfing just you, yeah. know, do you want to do it on a longboard a you know longboard, a shortboard it's or
2: more like you know the tradition in Hawaii is when you ride a longboard bra relax you yeah. know, and just have fun yeah and that's basically how I kind of presented it you know
1: yeah um, we didn't really talk much about you traveling. You know, to like other traveling, I hate. You hate traveling.
2: <laughs> I've traveled so much; I'm burned out on traveling. Yeah.
1: Did you used to go like oh. to Japan or, or uh...
2: Japan, Peru, all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. uh, Florida?
1: Did you make it to Indonesia?
2: I'm France. No, no Indonesia. I made it to uh, Tabarua. That's close enough.
0: Right. 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 <laughs> islands are good (laughs) that's a good island yeah it is yeah yeah. I mean what was it like going to some of these other you know countries when you're there doing contests or just kind of like it
2: was kind of contests some some of them one was uh, Japan and uh, I have my wife yeah she came in late anyway we were on we were staying on Nijima Island yeah we were up we we left Shonan which is a surf little sound town yeah yeah. and we took a ferry that night you know with the chickens and the pigs I've been on that ferry (laughs) (laughs) you know all night you know we're in the boat fucking drunk you know playing cards. you know killing time we get to the island and when we got there it was late in that evening the boat dropped us at the dock and we went up on the hill and went to the hotel yeah and I got drunk with two Japanese ladies drinking <laughs> sake and woke
0: up in the morning going, Where am I? Well, uh, and these two ladies are smiling at me. <laughs> going, oh, no. Did you hit the hot springs temple? <laughs> I, remember there was a no. p- yeah. I remember there was a killer hot springs there and they made like a temple out of it where you could go to all these different pools. Well, I went to a place yeah. like that.
2: Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I got up and uh, they said... Uh, Typhoon coming. Wow. And and so I was there with uh who was it? I think it was Mike no. Yeah, Mike Armstrong. He he rode one of my fishes, you know. He's from Huntington, right? We're on this island and I look I look down by the beach and we get down there there's like a hundred Japanese surfers, you know, that following us knew that we're gonna be there. Yeah. And uh, it was this big giant cement slab where the boat pulled up next to it. Yeah. And the waves were like eight to ten feet.
0: This perfect. Earth?
2: No. he they said this place never broke before because wow. of the angle of the typhoon. Yeah. It was pushing the swell in there. What? Yeah. So we were like, I'm staring at it and I'm like going, Wow man, this is cool. Look at these waves.
1: Yeah. And the and Japanese guys can't even surf. No, Right? No, there
2: there are some. There's some. There were like 10 of them out in the water, you know, and I was going, wow, man, that's cool. Look at these guys, you know? And I look over, and there's Lopez and Roy Russell. <laughs> <laughs> we all look at each other like, guys, yeah, w- what's going on? Yeah, and they all go, we're here with you guys. That's you know, but so like awesome. we're on a different schedule. Oh, epic. Okay. <laughs> So
0: you guys
2: I look out in the water and I see these guys, and all of a sudden I see something move, you know, like a fin. Oh! And I go, wait a minute. I looked at my interpreter. I go, sharks, Japan. Like this, he go, yeah. oh, Japanese sharks, very friendly. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, fuck you, You're friendly sharks. <laughs> I looked at and I go, fuck you. Are you kidding me? Cool. I just see the giant fin move in the water. That's crazy. And so 50 more Japanese get out there. I go, well, the odds are good, guys. Let's go.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> that is um, awesome. Yeah, uh, Nijima is a little island, and it's it's very uh, yeah. active. Yeah, like, it's very shaky. Yeah. No, not just fish, but uh, earthquakes. Oh, really? It's on like a fault line or something. <laughs> it's
1: shaky. I tell yeah.
2: you, I got the longest tube ride I think I ever got in my life. Uh, At Nijima? Yeah.
1: Was that a right or a left? Left. Wow. I
2: was in this thing for so long and I kept going and going and going and the, the lip was hitting where his shoulder is right yeah. there and I was just like all the way down the beach man.
0: Came out of it? Was it yeah. um, wow. Was it summer warm, warm that time? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, but it was a weird direction with the typhoons. They see typhoons over there, they come and they're, you'll see waves break in places that never broke
0: yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. You're getting, you're getting a, you're getting wave. You know, a lot of different. Angles.
2: Depends on the swirl, yeah. I guess, that pump the waves in. Yeah.
0: Like, between all the
2: islands and shit.
1: Yeah. 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 Hey. chasers so You got to go, huh? Yeah. yeah. I okay. got to go, but uh, but no. Let's uh, before you leave, I wanted to talk about. You know, let's let's give pay our respects to.
2: Oh my boy, my my little brother. I call him my little brother yeah. because uh. There's an old story uh, how he got his his nickname. I'll tell it to you because Rick. I got to read this tonight at the at the the gathering. A good friend of mine died named uh, Rick Fignetti. Real name is Rick Fignetti, Rockin and they used Fig. to call him the Rockin' Fig. How he got that name, I'll tell you. Me and uh, Chuck did uh, used to run a shop on Main Street in Huntington Beach. And Rick was going to school. I think it was Golden West back then. And he was like the Golden West surf team, you know, a young guy hanging out in Huntington, surfing Huntington. And Chuck saw him, picked him up, you know, and put him to work selling boards at Chuck Dent's. So this story goes how Rick got his nickname. One day, Chuck and I walked into the shop. The music was blurry, deaf You could gone
0: deaf with Oingo Boingo. (laughs) That's how Lennon listens to music. He can't hear. Oingo Boingo?
2: Oingo Boingo. One of them them bands. Devo, I don't know what it was. Anyway, Chuck and I walked in, and Rick didn't know that we were standing at the door with our arms (laughs) crossed watching him while he was dancing, you know, doing the dance, you know? And Chuck and I, to all, going, Get it, Fig! Get it, (laughs) Fig! And then Chuck goes, You just got a new nickname, Rockin' Fig.
0: Wow. You heard it here. You heard it (laughs) here. The guy was, (laughs) Wow. Austin Moves in this Chuck Dent shop. Like, that is so awesome. Boingo Boingo or one of the new (laughs) ways.
2: And we caught him doing it, and Chuck Dent tagged Rick. He said, Your new name is going to be Rockin' Fig. Hey,
0: that's a pretty good name. name The rest
2: is history. Ever since we. did that, Rick got a job with a poor man, K-Rock, yep. a long time ago, doing the surf report because they asked David to do it, and David said, no, have Rick do it. Yeah. So Rick did it, and that's how he got his microphone and did all the U.S. Open for thousands of people, hundreds yep. and hundreds
1: for, of thousands of people. For decades. the voice of surfing. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah. Rick was the gatekeeper. I call him the gatekeeper of Huntington Beach.
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) such a cool dude. And I remember as a kid, he freaking ripped. And then, you know, obviously his eyes, you know, were pretty bad. And, he, you know, he Uh, uh, didn't, I don't know if he got it fixed at one point. But, yeah, he had some some blurry eyes for a while. But he
2: died in a good way because... uh, it was like three nights ago. Uh, my son and I went to the Orange County Fair to see Oingo Boingo. That's crazy. And I told I told my son, and he goes, Dad, didn't we talk about this? I said, yeah. I said, I wish Rick Fig would be here. He'd yeah. be dancing. Yeah. You know, and we talked about that. And then the next morning, I got a phone call saying that Rick died. And oh. I was like, What? I know. You know. And so I called the house, his wife picked up the phone, and she said, yeah, Rick was playing with the dog. And then he got up and sat down on the couch and said, I don't feel good. Ugh. And so he shut his eyes and uh, she thought he was just taking a nap. And then they went to wake him up for some reason and uh, he wouldn't get up so they called 911 and they, she told me he died from the house to the, the hospital. It's oh. such
1: a bummer. But he yeah. went to sleep,
2: you
1: know, yeah. so... No I don't want to do that. Yeah. I
2: don't want to get the, you
1: yeah. know, the, yeah. the heart
2: attack and the... <laughs> I,
0: I hear you on that one. But yeah, I mean, Fig, I remember he... Yeah, like he wrote columns in the daily pilot and he covered oh, yeah. all the like yeah. high school yeah. events and all the local it's like he was so involved in so many ways from yeah. the rockin fig the rockin <laughs> pig. we're gonna
1: miss you rockin fig yeah
2: well that's
0: how it started you know we gave him the mic with
2: poor
1: man and it went beyond yeah. beyond yeah. so one last thing before you go um you were talking about uh you're, you're writing a book you're in in the process yeah, of writing, book. writing a book. I'm
2: writing a book about myself. Uh, all these Print things stories. That we we yeah. kind of talked, talked about. about. Yeah.
1: It's it's you know and, uh, is it the early stages of it or It's the
2: early stages okay. right now. There's a lot of sections that you know a writer would have to look and piece them all yeah. together, you know. I just write when I feel something I did, you know, I just put yeah. it down and yeah. you glue it all together and yeah. it comes out.
1: <laughs> well, we're we're excited to to Yeah to see that book come to fruition yeah. and, and help you <laughs> you know, get the word out when it when it's when it's oh, ready. It'll come out. It'll yeah. Come out. yeah, yeah,
0: because yeah. it'll, it'll be you know kind of like a surfing like history, Dude. you know, going through all the yeah, like decades.
2: There's a lot of outlaws in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: and I, I hope we uh, we get to hear about more about that because uh, oh, yeah. you know, you're a legend not in just Huntington Beach but globally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. people have looked up to you from fucking different generations of surfing and David Nueva, you know. Thank you for sitting down with us. Hey, and, thank um, you
0: guys for having me. Yeah. yeah. Aloha, Aloha, boys. Much Aloha. <laughs> Aloha, much respect. Thank you for your time. Yep. All right. Yeah, peace. WaveKey
1: was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based, systematic surf training method for all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's wavek icom Wax! The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on
0: the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the
1: 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo wax, the best wax in the game. Foo wax. Caliente Southwest Grill.
0: Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for
1: all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa, off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest.
0: Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show.
1: Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word.